1: Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
2: Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they
1: mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib.
3: Big Bank and DJ Scream bring you Big Facts, the hottest podcast in the streets. Visit the new website today: www.bigfactspod.com.
4: Live for First Class Sounds, of course. It's the voice of DJ Scream. <laughs> Big Bank is here, baby. Jay is here. DJ Drama is yeah, here. It's time show. for another episode of Big
2: Facts. <laughs> What's Big up, Facts. everybody?
4: Good, well, everybody. Good. Shows. What's up, yeah. What's up, my brother? What's up? <laughs> Yo, you know, uh, so we go, we go get all of your I business. You have to just stay like that, bro. <laughs> you trade more. I learned from T.I. I learned from T. <laughs> I. Trade one. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna have a conversation, conversation with you, but uh, that we permanent all,
2: gangster
4: lean. <laughs> like. We we always start big facts with just uh, uh, some good topics and conversation. You know, what I'm saying that come from the people that come from you know our homies here and everything. Okay. So today we're talking about. Love as a whole. Is love dangerous? Can love make you stupid? Mm. Let's talk about love. We talked a lot about loyalty. We're gonna leave loyalty out of it today. But we're gonna talk about just love and how how y'all feel. Is love dangerous? That's the question. Most definitely.
2: When you say dangerous, what do you mean by that? Love can be like dangerous
4: period. Mm. It's dangerous, period,
3: because you can you can love someone so much that you ignore
5: who they really are. So love. Can oh make, yeah, that happens all the time. Love can make you stupid. Well, well, let me ask you: Are we talking about just love of a person, or love? Of, We're talking about love as in relationships, but okay. love as you in can love money, your homies, yeah, yeah. No, anything. Money, you know, your love yeah. for money makes love you do some love. dangerous shit. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Love is love. They say love. They said when you're in love, like it, it, it releases endorphins in your brain, so pretty much kind of it clouds your, your judgment. judgment. Yeah, it clouds your judgment. So it makes you stupid. So that's dangerous. it
4: can make you stupid. Yeah, which is dangerous because now you're not at your full. You don't have your full defense, I guess. Yeah, but you like, but like right what mind. Black
2: was saying about like you can love somebody so much until you ignore the signs of or the all the stuff about like who they really are. That's like really that's true, because at the end of the day, when you love somebody that much and you want it to work so bad and you just you're just you don't want to see anything else or whatever. You really don't see anything else. You really don't see that like of this person could be using you. You really don't see that this person really doesn't fuck with you. Really doesn't mess with you mm. the way that, you know what I'm saying? You mess with them. You really don't see that. Okay somewhere there's an ulterior motive to this entire situation Mm. that could be detrimental to you in the end. Mm
4: -hmm. So so it creates tunnel vision. Yeah. And as you think, you think, so is love not healthy when it's not both ways, meaning as in, okay, you got love for a person. Definitely not. But They don't love you back. So then that's what creates a lot of the bullshit Mm -hmm. probably.
2: Because when you, when you love somebody for real, for real to that extent, and they don't, love you the same that shit will destroy you in the end or at all yeah yeah or at all yeah Mm -hmm. for real what's what you think black
5: i think what you think (laughs) (laughs) you're right i don't know how much everybody will open up but i I think yeah love can you know like like jay was saying i mean it could it could get in the way of of a lot of things i mean it's it's you know and it's purest form it's a beautiful thing obviously right. but for you sure. know, right. it's like with the way we live in in today's society is used for you mm-hmm. know
2: a lot of people take advantage of that Absolutely. purity mm-hmm. and, and, and you know,
5: you know what I, you know I always think about too like you know in, in all types of relationships but loving ones particular too like you you fall in love with a person you know let's say you However long, I don't know how long it takes, maybe three, four, five, six months, whatever. You spend this time with that person. And even if you're in a relationship with them for a year, two years, Mm -hmm. you know, you you really got to think and remember, like, you weren't with this person for X amount of years of their life for Mm. 20 plus years. So you really don't know where they are, who they are as a person. Mm -hmm. You don't get a lot of that till down the line, per se. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what what they went through and and what have you. So as much as you might think you're in love and know a person... You, 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 just so, look, let I gotta, you don't know what got them to here. I
2: got a, I got a question for y'all right. um do you think that a person that was raised on love can effectively co-reside or effectively love a person that was raised on survival? To love. the point where what? it doesn't destroy yeah, yeah, either yeah, one of them. Yeah. What the hell are you like about? <laughs> okay, okay, somebody okay. That's a deep fact. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. somebody, somebody that was raised on love that had like both of their parents yeah. in the home and that you know didn't get beat on or mm. yelled at had or nothing a like full that. Full concept they of love. They got talked to. Right. Could, do you think that they could love somebody that whose mom was on crack or yeah, they, who didn't? You know, what I'm saying who who's never experienced love. Mm-hmm. Do you think somebody that was Raised on love, that experienced it at an early age in its purest form, like Drama said, could effectively love somebody that never had that without destroying I, themselves. I think
5: it's. I think it could be more in the way you're saying it. So mm-hmm. the person who's raised on love can uh, help the person who might not have been raised on love or was raised on survival more than the other way. The person of survival loving the person who was raised on love. For sure, but you know, I, feel like, teach them.
2: I feel like but I feel like the sense person. The person that was raised on love is gonna have a knockdown, drag out, uphill battle with skates on trying to effectively love the person that was built on survival because they don't know love. Mm -hmm. Can you teach love though?
4: Can you teach love?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's that shit is hard. That shit is hard. Might take some time. That shit is hard. I think
3: I think what Jade trying to say is like you were saying earlier, before we got on, um, can a person that's raised on survival turn a person that's raised on love to a better person, right? Type can go both ways. Remember, because you just asking some shit yeah. about that, like, yeah. like, can a nigga turn a good woman, what you was saying?
4: Can a, can, a, can a man spoil a good woman or vice versa? Like huh? a good girl can go bad because of a bad situation, yeah. or relationship, yeah, and vice versa. It can go the other way too. So your heart can, I feel. So that's that's where they. I think like, that's what you bring, make.
3: Can, can can you like can a fuck up okay, dude look. fuck up a a good woman basically.
2: Yeah, like, let's just say I was raised on survival. My parents loved me. I got everything I needed. I'm a wholesome person. You're a nigga in the street. You didn't have love. Don't believe love. Don't believe in none of that shit. You were raised on your own. You basically raised yourself. But can I love you to the point where you begin to love yourself without it destroying me or is that mm-hmm. impossible?
4: No, it ain't impossible. It can go both ways mm-hmm. or it can balance. Mm-hmm. I think it'll balance. It ain't impossible.
2: But it's going to take post a lot of, of work and a long time to balance. I nah, really Shit though, it depends
4: it.
3: on the person if the yeah. person trying to,
5: if that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, You get what I'm saying? Sometimes that might be that person's purpose in the other one's life. Exactly. Because really you could be stuck yeah. one way and then it just go either way. It, it just on really the person.
2: depends on the person. It like depends said. on the person. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. thin line between love and hate I think that's kind of where that comes from too you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like the love can th- depending on the situation in which you go through with the person the can love can from be love so strong
2: that it can
4: turn to hate or I don't know if there's another word for it it's
2: the it. same
5: emotion love and hate I've heard but they said real
2: love is already borderline hate
5: anyway it's the same emotion mm-hmm. yeah like the same passion that you yeah, love exactly. somebody is the same passion that, that you hate you them hate with that mm. person
4: so so what, somebody, so what if somebody so what if somebody so what what if somebody says I don't hate or I I don't have hate or I don't, hate, or, I don't hate so how does that work with that conversation because some people say man I don't hate anything I don't hate anyone I don't no, hate. I mean
2: you you have hate in you if you got to have hate in you if you have love in you mm. but it's just what is it that you like mean? the direction that you choose to steer that passion mm. basically
4: so don't hate just hater shit but you might just hate some bullshit. You might hate the negative. Hate the negative, right. You might hate the people who don't love.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you look, if you want to look at it like that.
4: Yeah. How are you going to say hate, though? You might just... Dislike? Yeah, just don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> I think that's different than to hate, too, though. Yeah. Hate don't, don't is that fire. Don't give both, a like... But both of the them are fire. fire. No, they're love both
5: fire, fire emotions,
4: for sure. Like, if you hate something, like, I hate whatever you know what i'm saying and you hate it with a passion that passion is that fire or you can love something with a passion or someone with a passion it's still that fire i feel what you're saying like it's the same it comes from the same place it comes from your it's corner.
2: fire and desire
4: okay rich man. <laughs> <laughs> okay rich Bro, hi. what we doing man so so as has like what is, if, for whoever's comfortable saying it what is the stupidest shit you have done under the influence of the drug love
5: tough he said Tum. oh wow <laughs> man this shit is I mean it makes you make dumb decisions yeah, know, yeah and, yeah. and it's so you know. it like, so like
4: when we was talk about where, where do we see that shit uh, when we was doing something that we can't speak of but uh um, if 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 if, if you, love, you love so hard that you don't see the signs that maybe the oh, woman is not being faithful or maybe you don't see the signs that the man, man is being not faithful, being faithful or you, you, you disregard it, you it ignore, because yeah. you ignore it because you're under the love spell. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. We ain't doing that no. But you can
3: do some shit. <laughs> the
6: red
3: flag like Six Flags. Nah, real shit. Yeah, yeah. Six yeah. Flags.
2: In the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And then them shits, Jay like, got
4: a, but Jay got a story. A <clears throat> I feel it.
2: I, you know, I ain't like I don't know. I, ain't, I haven't ever, like, busted windows or shot at niggas or no shit like that. But <laughs> like, you know, it just you know, the normal shit that happens when it comes with. Have you
5: threatened to shoot niggas? For sure. <laughs> for sure. Have you ever damaged any property? Can be close. Can be mm. shoes. Never burnt no shit.
2: I swung on a nigga before, but I ain't never like I ain't never did nothing to nobody's stuff. Like I did something to the nigga, but I ain't never like you know I never done anything that was gonna like leave proof. You leave see what I'm proof. Saying? What? Like I, I've never you know what I'm saying like let's it? just talk about something. Yeah, let's talk about something crazy. Stuff. Like I don't know what to say.
4: Draw. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Artists, artists, you got artists, man. You got a label. <laughs> oh, when, when when did you si- decide to? I guess rebrand from affiliates to Generation Now. What point was it where you was like, okay, I need to rebrand and kind of just go this direction?
5: I, I kind of feel like it. A lot of it happened <clears throat> organically and naturally, in a sense. Like, obviously, in the last, uh, I don't want to maybe the last ten years or per se. I watched as you know the mixtape game was. Declining in a sense, and you know, like every like you know, I, I, it was a time when I was doing three, four tapes a month per se, or whatever have you. And I, I was seeing how you know, like as time was going on, I was doing less and less projects. And um, around like 2013 2014 I started. Uh, I got the gig at, at Atlantic to be A an and R gig, and our consultant. However, and at the same time, you know, we were. I was building Mean Street Studios. And that kind of, you know, when I went to when I went to Atlantic too, you know, I told them, hey, guys, you know, I got this building, you might be interested in, you know, beyond just my A and R gig and what have you. So they 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 became they they came in and became a partner with me on Mean Streets. So at, around that time, you know, I, I just remember like. You know, in, in our field, like we've seen, we see so many artists and are part of so many artists' careers and what have you. But I never had kind of felt like I had a win or a notch under my belt, like somebody that like actually came from us per se. You know, obviously, you know, quote unquote sign, whatever, however. But um, yeah, so we just made like a conscious decision, like listen, man, I don't, we don't want to necessarily like keep missing artists per se as, as, as we watching them come up and grow and what have you. And then, you know, honestly, some of it even happened because of the the lack of success that I was having at Atlantic. So when I got there, when I first got in the building, um, you know, I was trying to kind of find my way and it, it started off with them trying to, you know, put me in positions to, uh, work with artists that were already signed that tech that kind of needed help, mm-hmm. um, what have you. And, you know, I, it, it wasn't necessarily fitting. I was still trying to figure it out and, you know, they already kind of had their way and their vision and what have you. So, you know, when, when, um, we first brought Uzi to the table to Atlantic. You know, they literally, pretty much, you know, they wanted to do it because of their um, their trust and faith in us. And that, and was, that, the was, we, that was the first artist. was we technically around that same time we had we signed Uzi. We signed um, w- Scheme was our first artist. Okay. Scheme from L.A. Scheme, yeah. my buddy. Scheme, my buddy. Scheme Yeah. So around that time we um we, we were that was when we were first like. You know, we're we're getting people to be a a part of Generation Now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so basically, you know, I I was on, I was in a um, position with Atlantic, like after a year or two or however the deal was kind of, and it was like, ah, we don't, we're not sure how this is uh, panning out per se, but, you know, they were like, listen, we believe in you. You know, we want to give you, uh, let's just, let's, let's figure something out for, you know, another year. We'll let you hold down mean streets, make that part of, you know, the, the Atlantic, uh, uh, Family company imprint, imprint, however, and then we'll give you Uzi. Like, let y'all just do y'all thing, and then you know, a year later, like, you know, the the story was written.
6: Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of Black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State
7: Farm is there. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at Shopify.com slash B E N all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash B E N. AT&T Connects and O to Podcasts. Connect
6: the alarm. Change the podcast you stream.
4: Another, so another conversation is why why do you think we see so much, um and I don't know where y'all are like currently, but mm-hmm. we see a lot of times like I remember those days, it's like drum says this mm-hmm. this is oozy now mm-hmm. I know who oozy mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. and everything's good, but then sometimes we see it go the other way, maybe because of business or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. So mm-hmm. what do you think are some of those things, not just in your case but in general that kind of
5: separate the artists from the CEOs and the executives? What are some of the things you think that get in the way? I feel like taking Uzi for an example, you know, like Uzi went about it a certain way in a sense where, you know, he was, he really knows how to facilitate and use the internet and social media to his advantage. So Mm -hmm. he was able to, you know, create a certain narrative that pretty much went in his direction. And I think like, you know, we all, we've seen so many artists, all of us in this room, like come from, Literally, like you know, barely having any money in their pocket to being multi multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. you know. So at a certain a certain place, you know, the the CEO or the 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 label is here and the artist is here, mm-hmm. and then as the artist gets more notoriety and fame, it, it starts to go like this, and then mm-hmm. you know they're they're the shining light and garnishing all the attention and per se, and you know mm-hmm. most of the time after artists get to a certain degree, it's pretty much autopilot after that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and it, and I look at like you know, and and it's a, it's like that in a lot of businesses per se. So you know, even if you think about the people that one may surround themselves with, you know, you can literally put your people in position. You know what I'm saying? When you when you one of the biggest artists in the world, mm-hmm. once that person it's who just represents like a you, yeah, walks into the room, they're gonna do it based upon who you are. It's not necessarily like say person is saying listen man i got this amazing i mean this does happen at times but i have this amazing relationship with this multi-billion dollar company and i'm about to finesse it Nah, they want to get in business with this artist because of who that artist is per se so Mm -hmm. you know and i think like when it comes to artists and like managers or labels or just when people people that have came up in those situations like we see those those situations play out a lot but Sometimes it's behind the scenes, mm-hmm. sometimes it's in front of the world. You mm-hmm. know? So. so how that
3: shit went left though, like what niggas like what's, you know, the initial conversation of this shit
5: this shit done went down here. I mean, I don't even I don't and it was
2: either, like damage beyond repair yeah. and we need to figure this out.
5: I don't think it was neither of those situations ever really happened in a sense like Like there was no conversation? Like I was explaining, I think for Vert, again, he has a he has his way of you know creating his own narrative like you know we're in the business of music like you know part of that narrative was us uh not wanting his album to come out like why would we not want his album to come out you know what i'm saying like yeah that's what we do we we're in the business of of putting music and that out. was the free uzi campaign yeah that was a, that was a lot of it <clears throat> per se or you know maybe even his discrepancy with you know us as a label is generation now but i mean I, like I tell everybody, that's really a question more for him more than than anything. Like you know, we that we've always done good business. You know, we stand by that. We're good guys. You know, we come from the cloth. You know, what I'm saying we come from the we come from the culture. So um, so yeah, I mean, I can't whether or not how he feels about myself or my partners as people. I, you know, I I ain't got nothing to do with that. I can't, you know. But beyond that, my only goal from beginning to now is just make him and be a part of him being one of the biggest artists in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. And I feel like we accomplished that in a lot of ways. You know, and we did our part. He did his part, too. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think it's, you know, beyond, like, n- it never was a point. I don't think it got... T- where it's beyond repair or what have okay. you. I mean, you know, again, we're still in business though. We're still in business. We're still in business. And you know, Vert is on autopilot in his own right. Like, you know what I'm saying? He does his thing, you know, and we, you know, we gracefully. Do you still have, to do you still online. have
4: opinions about certain things? Like, let's keep it about. Like when you saw the diamond in the head, what were your thoughts?
5: Like, I just looked at it again. That nigga's a fucking genius. He's an alien. Like, hmm. and like, I was watching his interview with him just saying like, you know when it came to the 24 million that the 24 million uh dollar diamond like he couldn't put it on his hand he's like I'm a little oozy I gotta put it in my head so right I was like this, you know he, he hasn't lost a step when it comes to that mm-hmm. you know when making everybody pay attention to him mm-hmm. absolutely,
2: absolutely so look I'm sitting here right now and please don't think I'm tripping <laughs> but I'm looking at you and I'm listening to you and do you know that like you actually kind of sort of look and sound like Drake you think so? Yes, right. yes, very much oh. so.
4: <laughs> what? Yes, somebody pull up a
3: Drake. <laughs> no,
2: I'm day. serious, <laughs> like for real. Like you know how Drake is so well versed, and, like just so you know, like spitting the you shit say out. Drum gives whatever. you Drake energy. Yes, drum gives me Drake energy. I mean, I guess you yes. could
5: say we cut from a similar cloth. You know, All right? If you hold it,
2: put it in the camera, like. Oh God! Like I'm not tripping. Like I, I mean, I, I am
5: the older out of the two of us, so. <laughs>
2: The older of the Drake energy, yes. I'm
5: just saying, I I, I don't mean the older of the, the energy, like you know, I was. He basically I, said he I'm, looked I'm like 42, him. Yeah. so I, you know.
2: Yeah, Drake looks like drum. I mean,
5: yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry,
2: they could be cousins.
5: We both got Step black brothers, dads, maybe. Jewish right. moms. Okay, so similar. I okay. got you. you know what I mean? Okay, cool, cool, cool. But I mean, I I, I take that as a, a compliment. He's a well versed guy, you know. Very much <laughs> salute, so. Salute to him. Very
2: much. Was so. y'all supposed
5: to do a mixtape at one point? We was. What you know, happened at? at, at at two couple points, because there was the Gucci and Drake tape, right? That was supposed to happen. I remember I had um, got them on the phone for the first time. It was they was chopping it up, and then around the time of um, um, what was the tape called? Um, if you're reading this too late, All Star Tape. Yeah, briefly, you know, before before that, like maybe some six months before that, you know, briefly. Discussed and, and spoke about, you know, doing something. So, mm. you know, I can't say for sure, but it's very possible that that project, in, in his mind at one point, he thought about going in the direction of a mixtape mm. lane and it being potentially against the grills. Mm. So, but, I mean, you know, and then I got I just feel like, I mean, Drake is t- such a, you know, he's at a level where it, it only made sense at a certain time and space Mm. like I mean if he if at certain years it's like it's just for the novelty to Mm. do it per se like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so
4: you think a lot of people DJs will talk you think that we're gonna say Drake ruined mixtape we won't say that but do you think that his effect Mm. of doing this shit without DJs
5: he was the first person to make it kind of go that way I don't know if I feel like he was the first I feel like it was that it was that whole era like there was a lot it was a lot of people um Cause I mean, technically, I mean, he did, you know. I I remember he did one. Uh, he did a table, Smalls, you know, and then like, uh, I just think his his class, his his class of of artists around that time, like the Drake era, Cole Kendrick, Wiz, you know, all those guys, like they. We were don't make, need no DJ. They were making projects and you know like not using DJs, and then I don't know. I I feel like you know we had a. Like, something to do with that, too. Like, just the, the concept. You remember, like, there there was no really, no DJ until we started, like, going crazy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I, mm-hmm. I was so boisterous on the tapes and everything, and the music mm-hmm. was so big and, and yeah. impactful that people wanted to play it all over. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, artists and everything would, would, would come to myself, come to you, and want to do our projects, and then afterwards do no DJ projects. Mm-hmm. How, <clears throat> how you feel, like,
3: you know, people perceive themselves. So, how you feel like people should look at you? Basically, what I'm saying is, what you feel like your um,
5: legacy is.
8: Mm. That's
5: a great question. Um, I, I feel like I, I don't feel like I, it's 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 finished, but I feel like you know, I've I've given a lot. To the culture, obviously, you know, when it comes to gangster girls, I, you know, arguably, like, like, hold on, let me see this. If you could pop your shit on what you did, yeah, and what you're doing, yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm one of the greatest DJs of all time. I mean, you know, <laughs> when, <I'm>, like, <laughs> when the mouth. You got to, you got to, you got okay. to, you got to yeah, have an
3: you honest conversation. You don't sound like that nigga on them Geisty Grills, man. Yeah, you got to have an man, honest pop conversation. Gangsta Grills was,
4: Gangsta Grills, this those shit. Man. This, this one I learned what an album budget was. Like, you were a part of album budget. So it's it like. Yeah, fuck a promo tour you're doing a gangster grills, yeah, you right. know what I'm
5: saying like that was big no yeah you know it's it, you, bang, I, <laughs> you know I be talking that shit on the mixtape so when I'm in regular conversation but yeah, yeah I'm one of I'm one of them guys like you know when it comes to the Mount Rushmore DJs like I'm I'm up there for sure
4: 100% what that that day bro um and you spoke about it before the day when the feds came to your spot yeah raided arrested you and Cannon um Let's just say after it happened and you were in I don't know a police car, a paddy wagon, whatever the fuck it was, on the way to you've been arrested. Street. What's what's going on in your mind?
5: I'm I'm bugging the fuck out. I'm I'm like this can't be real. Like, this, I just this can't be happening. Like where where along the lines is there a mis where, is a mishap mistake that they got mm-hmm. you know where where they came from? Did you think so. you was finna do like real time though? In that did you have that? Comp- the only time I really felt like, like when we got there and they told us there was no bond. Like, when they first took us to Wright Street and, and you know, we went through the motions and then, like, no bond. Like, no bond? What? Like, uh, but beyond that, I never really thought about doing I, I don't even remember where my mind was at the time, like, to to even think about that. Like, you know, it was, it was just such a, a, a anomaly of how it happened, like. You know, I was just still trying to figure out how the fuck we got there. The so same far. people that were sending you plaques thanking you for breaking the yeah, this locked you they up. Then sent the niggas to come lock us up. Like, yeah. Crazy. Shit was crazy.
4: DJ Drama is in the building. Jack Harlow is about to pull up, yeah, right? Jack
5: Harlow yeah, pulled yeah, Jack, up. Jack's on his way.
4: It's going down. www.bigfactspod.com. Keep us locked.
5: The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth.
4: It's going down. It's Big Facts. DJ Scream, Big Bank, Baby J, DJ Drama is here. And now Jack Harlow is here on Big Facts. Represent that generation now. What's up, bro? How you feeling?
8: Amazing.
4: Amazing? Yeah. The first thing that's been going on in the internet with Jack Harlow is uh, we, we didn't know you could hoop. So Jack Harlow can hoop. You can hoop? I can hoop. You can hoop?
8: Where'd you see that?
4: Uh, what was it? It was it was online, <laughs> the Drewski shit. Yeah, oh yeah.
1: Was,
4: yeah, the revolt Drewski and Drew, what was it you versus oh, Russ or something West. like that? Yep. Yeah. So you I'm who for real or was I'm it
8: useful? I'm useful. You're useful. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not an ISO guy. I don't okay. take. I don't take over the game and put up forty. But I'm very useful. If I'm on your team, it's it's a good thing.
5: Okay. Did you right. see, it's Bill Lamber esque.
8: Yeah, I had uh, a flagrant too.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 out. that went
4: viral. Yeah. What was that about? That was a two K moment, or you just, just for the love of the game? Right? <laughs> for the love of the game. <laughs> That's what. So in your day to day, you do have a love
8: for basketball, though.
4: Obviously, Definitely. you're a Kentucky fan.
8: Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm a Louisville
4: fan. Louisville,
5: okay, yeah, yeah for sure.
8: I hate Kentucky.
5: You hate Kentucky? That's right. like, is that like Duke versus Carolina? Yeah, somewhere. it's the
8: strong rivalry. Is that? It's mm-hmm. one or the other. Wow. And there's there's no rhyme or reason for why somebody's a Louisville or UK fan as they grow up.
4: And then another thing, another thing with you is, man, you be set, so for, you have moments where you say some really wild shit on social media. Oh, he's looking confused. <laughs> you you said some really wild shit. Kodak has the list of shit that you said because he was pointing it out to me. I didn't even know you said some of that shit. But do you want to name some of them, Kodak? <laughs> it, up, it up. If you if you if it well, it was funny. <laughs> what what was the one? If you were what's if it, you were a female, what, what was the first thing if you, you were would do? A woman for, for a day,
8: what would you do? what I say? Let my homeboy get some pussy. What? <laughs> <laughs> what that mean? What you mean? What that mean? You wanna look <laughs> out for your boy?
2: Hello, <laughs> oh, you said what? No He said if he was a woman for a day For a day the first
8: thing
5: that he would do is let his
2: homeboy get some pussy.
5: It's not even worth asking back. I don't get it.
8: What you mean? (laughs) If I was a woman for a day I would have pussy, right? And so if I only got a day, I'm going to look out for my boys. <laughs> but I ain't, you know, I'm not with all that shit. No, I get
4: it. Hypothetically I get speaking. I get it. But you but would do the
8: same.
5: Mm-mm.
3: <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> you still conscious of what you're doing? No. <laughs> where, you, where you grew up at, though, bro? Louisville, Kentucky. How long you stay in Atlanta? Now?
8: Yeah, I got here about two, three years ago.
5: What's up? I though? can't let just let that one go. It's yeah, what's 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 <laughs> the, yeah. what's the, what's, the what's a couple more? Would,
4: would you fuck your cousin for a billion dollars? He said a
8: billion, I'm having orgy at my family reunion for that type of <laughs> Okay. Listen, people say what you want. That's my thing. People have had a lot to say about this. I'm a money I'm a bag chaser, bro. <laughs> right. I, I really am about my money. <laughs> right. I, I really want to feed my family, so this shit I would do to make that happen. Mm. Yeah. I have my limits, but I care about my family more than my pride. Right. You know saying? Some people put the pride first. Me, I'm trying to I'm trying to stack.
4: So that was it was a joke, <laughs> but it wasn't a joke. Bro, a like,
8: billion
4: dollars? I'm just asking. Because yes. it was funny, a lot of people laughed.
8: No, I don't so know, was it So your cousin
4: for a billion dollars? Why
8: how did I become no I wasn't? Like, See but you thinking that, about it. It, it wasn't the guys. No, the it's a joke, the joke a or not question. a joke. There's nobody in this room that wouldn't fuck their cousin for a mm-hmm. billion dollars.
5: Is this correct? I'm definitely hitting my cousin for a billion dollars. Okay. one on. <laughs> for sure.
8: Every position. <laughs>
3: Every position. I hit all on for that big. All my female cousins <laughs> running that shit. <laughs> for that money.
8: Don't even have to. Any cousin? what <laughs> uh, bro,
3: I'm bro, saying. saying uh, see, let uh, clarify. Yeah, he said yeah, he was cousin. <laughs> he said any cousin.
8: <laughs>
3: Man, no, don't bro, let's do talk that. Talk about bro. the
8: music, bro. Damn. We came here to talk about the music,
3: bro. <laughs> no, <Nah>, bro. <laughs> he said any one of his uncle too. You'll do your awkward billion. Come on, bro.
8: Let's keep moving. Let's
4: keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <say> the truth. <laughs> <laughs> the next question would be it what about half a billion? But we ain't gonna go there, no half a billion. Um <laughs> oh. How is it how is it doing business and being signed <laughs> hey, to DJ Drama? <laughs> Working with yeah,
8: DJ I, Drama. I don't even think it's it's a Rushmore thing. I think he's he's number one all time. That's that's how I view him. And I I viewed him that way before I signed. Mm. So to be signed to him now, I mean the stories he tells me, the game he gives me, is, it's invaluable. So I, I love being signed up. Uh, we,
4: when y'all have, because y'all had a healthy dispute one time about an album cover, so how do y'all resolve shit like that? Like, is it text messages, phone calls? Is it in person? Like, how do y'all resolve? Obviously, healthy
5: debates and disputes that y'all have. They're fun conversations, actually. Um, but at the end of the yeah,
8: day, they're kind of fun.
5: <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, we would, what he says pretty much goes creatively, like the artist, right? Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we give our opinions, but
8: that's the thing. Since I signed up, he gives me his opinion and I want his opinion, but at the end of the day, I know I have creative control. He always going to let me do what I, what I want to do. Mm. And that's a beautiful thing because I still want to hear what he has to say, but I know it's my decision at the end. Mm. And that's special. I don't think everybody's getting that everywhere. Mm. Mm.
4: Yeah, it's important to keep that creative control. I think that sometimes, you know what I'm saying, people get too much in the artist business and mm-hmm. then they make them right. they make them the artist they would be, which is way right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I think that, that, that fucks up the, the longevity for the artist sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
6: connecting changes everything AT&T
9: Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind so you can look and feel amazing no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper, wear it like no one else.
4: So what's some other day-to-day shit that you're into, just as Jack Harlow, like some shit that people might not know about you that you're into?
9: I'm a sports
8: guy. Uh, You know, I I grew up playing soccer, and lately I'm getting back into that. I've been playing pickup soccer around town. Um, I like movies a lot. I like movies almost more than music. Mm. So, I got a, I got a few things I like. I like hot yoga. Hot yoga, what's that? It's yoga when it's hot as hell. Like, like in the phone? yeah, it's like a, they put a room at like hundred three degrees and do yoga in it,
5: and um, it's pretty nice. If you get too hot, can you walk out of the room?
8: Yeah, I mean the door ain't locked. Yeah, yeah. Do people it wouldn't do that? Be that hard to <laughs> I do
5: that. Oh
7: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
8: I like I, I I leave in the middle of the session for a second, but I mean you try to get through. But what blows my mind is, I'm typically the youngest person. In these classes. Mm. And the people that go are just such regulars that I'm the most tired. Seriously, every time I go, I'm like, I can't keep up with any of these old heads.
2: How do you go about picking and choosing like who you do stuff with? Or do you do anything with people from your hometown
8: at all? Oh, well, I definitely do. Me and G have been working for a couple years now. And mm. everything's really coming to fruition for him right now. It's, just, for sure. it's beautiful for, sure. for me to see. But uh, early on, I saw G and I was like, this is just so... Authentic and real, and he had like a level of control. He's so good at rapping. So, for me, I mean, it's a no brainer. It's, um, it ain't that hard to choose. I just pick what I like.
4: Drama, obviously, you can deal with any artist you pretty much probably would want to, especially if they're coming up. But why Jack Harlow? Like, what did you said? man? This is a star. This person, he's special. Like, what was that moment?
5: Um, I think when we met, I mean, we, we, we kind of vibed off top. I think just off our love for for movies, we talked about some movies and everything, mm. and um, you know just his energy. You know, what I mean, he, he put out this record, um, um, fucking Dark Knight. Dark Night. He put out Dark Knight, and it was just kind of like, you know, the energy on it was was incredible. You know, and I just I just liked him as a person, honestly, and I just felt like you know what I what I looked for in an artist. You know, he had. He had it all. Like, mm. you know, he had the he had the lyrics, like he had the songs, you know, he had the personality, like and you know, and he had more than anything, like he had the passion. Like I know I feel like Jack from very early on, just as I was on my journey, knew that like it wasn't about, you know, if he was gonna make it, it was just about when he was gonna get there.
4: That's yeah. another big fast conversation too though. Is it important to do business or creatively get involved with somebody that is a good person or you like their personality? Because we've had that debate here where yeah. it's kind of like, well, if it's for the money, it could just be temporary and handle your business. You know what I'm saying? Like you probably, we've we've all done mixtapes with people that right. we figured out who they were.
5: And right. like, uh, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But is that important? I, I mean, I think it helps. I, you know, I, I, again, like we was talking about earlier, I, I don't know if you really even feel like, like when you go – in the music business, you know, you, you meet people at a certain point in space in your right. life and their life. You really don't know them, per se. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, And people change, you know. True. You know, success changes people. Money changes people. Like True. It brings out, you know, the good and the bad in a lot of ways. So um, it's definitely a, it's a blessing, you know, to be in business with somebody that, you know. Thinks a great human being, you know what I mean? But so yeah, a blessing, but not essential. It's not essential. You can no. do business, yeah, for with. sure. You can definitely do business with people like you know that you don't see eye to eye with, or you know, pretend. You know, there's a lot of people in the business that I don't. I do business with. I don't hang out with them. He right.
8: like you don't like everybody that's signed to them. Like I
5: have my core. You said what now? Even
8: like everybody that's signed to. He
5: don't like everybody that's signed to. him. Okay. <laughs> 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 I feel like that's an inside thing. I do Is that? A, I was trying to see where he's going yeah, with it. Yeah. Is it is? I think right I like everybody. I probably wouldn't hang out with everybody, though. I take it back, then. That, that's, that's that's a fair thing. I mean, y'all hanging out know. don't necessarily mean you like somebody. It could be like... Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, okay, for, but on... You on, mean on, choose a, to organic, hang out with yeah, them. Yeah, on I a, got a, you a, all organic, surface level, per se. Like, yeah, hanging out Right. So we agree
4: that, okay, it's a blessing, it's a positive thing to like the people that you work with, but you can do business without having... To like them. You can get money without loving them or liking them.
2: Fact. Right?
5: I <laughs> no, don't think. What's so funny, Jay? You were laughing and
2: she was screaming. I'm just
5: happy to be here. That's what's up. we all happy to be here. I mean, interestingly enough, too, like, me and, like, I feel like me and Jack first went in the business, you know, we knew each other, but we didn't know each other, per se. And then mm. Jack kind of made it an initiative, like, yo, let's, let's go to dinner. Let's go, like, mm. chop it up and, you know. I kind of think I kinda, I feel like and correct me if I'm wrong, but he was like you know, I I know drum like I respect him, I, you know I know his but accolades, but I don't yeah I don't know absolutely to feel yeah. like like let me let me break through the surface, you know and I'm kind of like you know like even his bank was um like asking me to pop my shit like I'm so boisterous and. An extrovert on the mixtapes, but a part of me is an introvert too. So when mm-hmm. you can come around, like you know, I can be quiet at times. So people might not even really know know me per se. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you don't know me, know me. Mm-hmm.
4: So y'all would consider yourself friends? Friends? You would say John's definitely for sure. That's for dope. sure. That's yeah. dope. Is that the first artist you've had that's actually
5: your friend? Um, I think me. I think out of all the artists that have. Been part of generation now. Me, Jack, me and Jack are the closest okay. out of all the artists. I mean, yep. I, you know. I, I can I,
2: definitely tell, like from you guys, conversation that you just had. When I guess you were like, you were going to go somewhere, and he was like, why? And I was like, <laughs> that's the same shit I'd be doing, like with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I can tell, like that yeah, that you know. closeness, love is there.
8: Yeah, cause but when I first signed, I, you know, I spent. Um, the first few months, I a little nervous around drums still, like, kind of on my toes. Like, really? Yeah, I just met him, and I had so much respect for him. Like, I could speak my mind, but... Uh, it was kind of I like, you didn't want
2: to say the wrong shit and whatever, whatever.
8: I saw him as, like, a superior to me. And I still do, in a way, because I still have a lot of respect. But um, we're just closer now. I feel like I can speak my mind. We can get on the phone. I can be candid.
2: The ice is broken. Yes. Okay.
5: Definitely. And, and even in that same grain, like... If if I have a, if there's a disagreement or something, I might not feel I don't. There's no, I don't feel no type of way of expressing that per se, and that's not always easy. That's the best
2: relationship to have. And
5: you know, and it you know a lot of that shit changes once an artist gets to a certain level. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And you know, so Mm -hmm. yeah, that can all you know. You you gotta kind of walk on eggshells with certain people.
1: Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. How you stay like Jack away from like we we don't see you like um. How how, do you control yourself or deal with like the trolls on social media and all that shit? Because we'll never see you like, well, I haven't seen you like going back and forth with nobody or doing no crazy shit. Like, how do you manage to push that energy away or stay away from it? I think
8: because every time I see somebody engage with a troll, I just, I'm like, from the outside looking in, it just looks so whack. Mm. I'm like, why would you give them that time of day? Even though in that moment, emotionally, sometimes you do want to give them that time of day. When I see other people do it, I'm like... That just looks lame. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to look lame. so I ain't no, about I'm to, not going to do I'm it. I'm not about to talk to these trolls. <laughs> and, I mean, it's, it's not it's not good to feed into it because especially when you have fans, you got 90 comments of people being like, I love you, you're amazing, you changed my life. And then you have five haters and you engage with them. Mm-hmm. It hurts the fans' it hurts feelings. The, yeah. It, it makes the them feel lovers. like, damn, yeah. well, you, you're not responding to the love. Why you care so much about the hate? Mm. So It's real. Mm-hmm. Big pack. Absolutely. Massive facts. When
4: when you make a record, when you when you make a record like what's popping, and then you got the Tyler joint out. Like, is there any pressure to the next record? Like, what's going to be the next hit record? Or when y'all have conversations, do y'all have conversations about what the last record was and what this record is going to be? Or y'all just let it naturally just be whatever the fans fuck with?
8: There's always pressure. At least I I want to go so far with this, and I have such big ambitions. That the pressure is already there, but it's it's created by myself. So I always know what I want to do next. I'm always focused on what the next record is. But um, I like to evolve. If you listen to my music from two years ago, three years ago, it's come a long way. And so I don't plan on just doing the same formula over and over. So I don't really go back to them songs and think, let me get another one of these. I just keep making new stuff and trying to, trying to stay refreshing.
4: Mm. Most definitely, and then when you when when you have moments like last year with uh, all the Black Lives Matter shit, and then the police, you know, killing black people, and just the social injustice and all that shit, you know, what I'm saying obviously as a, a white person, like how does that make you feel, or what what are your conversations with some of your homies and friends when, when moments like that happen?
8: Well, a lot of the conversations um, have more to do with me listening and talking, just because I like to, you know hear it out, but in terms of how I feel when I see that, I mean, every time one of those videos hits the internet, it's disgusting. Mm. I mean, it it brings anger and fury out of me, um, and especially because my hometown was kind of the center of all the issues last year, Mm -hmm. I felt a a real responsibility to be back there and show face, especially being a part of black culture, Mm. um. It was just a, a need and a responsibility, especially because so many white kids look up to me and so many white kids see themselves in me. That right. I think leading by example and showing yourself as an ally and picking a side of the fence. What happened last year kind of made it where you couldn't really balance and say, "I see both sides." You know, mm. you kind of you kind of were forced to pick a side. Right. And I know I'm a role model to so many white kids that um. I wanted to make clear where mine was.
4: So you came out and said it, and I think that that's dope because there were people that were trying to steal. Well, you got to look at it this way. Look at it what way? Mm
8: -hmm. You know what
4: I'm saying? There's only one way to look at it. We looking at it. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying?
8: Exactly. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. And this is a little bit of a cliche cliche question, but who who are your influences, your rap influences?
8: Mm. Drake, Andre 3000, Wayne, Eminem, Jay.
4: And have you? You haven't got a chance to work with
8: Wayne. That's it. Wayne. On list.
4: Yeah, you work with Wayne.
8: Right. And then one, one other one's coming right up.
4: One, one other one is. One good. other I
8: listed can, is, is coming. Exclusive um, right up. info. No, we can't sadly.
4: Mm-hmm. If drop, come on, drop. <laughs> he
2: said, "No, we can't sadly." <laughs> I don't know nothing. <laughs>
4: he said, "I don't know nothing." <laughs> Will it be this spring, he's this a, summer?
8: Well, he was the reason for Wayne, and he's the reason for this one, or at least he's
4: he's the connection. Okay, we can add it up. We can add it up. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, Hollow and Drake?
8: Let's wait. They're not going to tell Hold
4: us. Right. We still got to try to get it out of
2: them.
4: Yeah. That sounds fire, though. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a cosign? I would love to see that. You would love to see that? Mm-hmm. Now, Hollow Eminem?
5: That sounds fire,
4: too. Okay, so at least have you had conversations with some of these people? I have. You have had conversations with
8: some or all? of the five I listed, I've talked to three. Okay. Worked with one. About to work with the second one. But i okay. combos. Okay. All
4: right. That's fair, though. That's exclusive. The bucket
8: enough. The bucket list is is it's getting checked off, yeah. Yeah. I'm, more, I'm, I'm chipping away at it. Yeah. Still got more to do.
4: Most definitely. On Big Fast, we always like to give some good game, you know what I'm saying, to the people on the come up, you know what I mean? So let's give some game to these youngins right now, the young water boys or whatever the fuck they got going on. Like Let's all give these people some game and some motivation before we slide. Let's start with it. Hmm. Talk to the water boys.
8: Yeah, let's see. I guess I I would just encourage everybody to really focus on, you know, being disciplined and keeping in mind what you want. Wake up every day and think about the things you want. Think about it before you go to sleep because I'm a witness to the fact that you can make pretty much anything you want happen.
2: Manifest.
8: It's just a matter of keeping it in mind and being disciplined in that way. So
5: just stay focused. Mm. Stay focused. I like that. Mm. Uh, um, You know, trust the process. You know, Mm. I mean. You got you to gotta live the journey, you know, not try to get ahead of yourself or not, you know, not um, not be able to indulge in the moment, per se. I think a lot of people, you know, come into the game. you Obviously, you look at, you know, other people and per se in comparisons and, you know, I think that comes with it. But you just got to, you know, I, I feel like if you, you know, if you really, if you really love what you do and, you know what I'm saying, you, you've put your all into it, like, you get that time, you get that moment. So you just gotta, you know, stay down.
4: Stay down. Stay down until you come up. You know what I'm saying? Salute That's that, right. salute that, salute that. We appreciate y'all pulling oh, up the looking, Big y'all. Facts. Thank you, you, thank you. New Go Jack on. Harlow music coming good soon. Job, man. Pretty soon. New drum, still music, music got, coming. Yeah, I got some things in the works. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what it is, man. Y'all check us out www.bigfactspod.com. Salute.
3: Big Bang and DJ Scream bring you Big Facts. Hey, man, it's all the way up.
6: Ladies and gentlemen. That merch in. Yes. Yeah, that's right.
3: www.bigfactspod.com. Yeah. What the real one one time. Y'all come get y'all some of this merch, man. Bigfactspod.com. Let's get it. Get that merch right now. Shop with us. It's all the way up. Big fat merch. Is going down. Visit the new website today. www.bigfactspod.com. Visit now.